For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Renee Duckworth, Associate Professor in Ecology and Evolutionary Biology. Renee uses birds to study how evolution of particular traits is linked with environmental factors. Thanks for joining us, Renee. Thanks for having me. So how did you get interested in science in the first place? I've always been interested in uh, being outdoors, being in nature, and just kind of obsessed with animals and what they do all my life. And what led you to focus on birds? What is it that's special about what you can do with birds to learn more general principles? Yeah, birds are a great organism to work with, especially if you're interested in behavior and you're interested in things like following them across their entire life, because you can band individuals and they're just easy to see. So they're diurnal. We see them everywhere we go. Um, and so they're easy to watch and observe. And also because we can band individuals, we can keep track of how many offspring they produce across their life, who they're mated with, and the interactions among individuals. So tell us the kinds of questions you can ask using these birds. We're really interested in trying to understand the evolution of behavior and adaptations in general. And we're particularly interested in behavior because behavioral traits affect how individuals interact with each other. And this is kind of the underlying basis of ecology. So where do you do your work? Most of it is in Montana? Yeah, that's right. I study uh, western and mountain bluebirds in western Montana. Those two species overlap in the western part of the state. And so we're really interested in trying to understand competitive interactions between the species and how the behavioral evolution affects those interactions. You look at the environment as producing stresses on populations, stresses of different sorts at different times. Tell us about that and then about the effect that stress has on individuals. The species that we study, historically, they breed in post-fire habitat, which is successional. And the reason that's important is because successional habitat is changing constantly. And so a fire comes through, it opens up the habitat, produces a lot of dead trees and nest cavities, which are what these birds breed in. But over time, after about 10, 12, 15 years, the forest starts to regrow. And so that habitat is no longer suitable for them to breed in anymore. And so what we found is that as density increases in these populations, and the habitat patch becomes less suitable to breed in, these are the kinds of stressors that they're experiencing, which then induces a maternal effect where mothers are able to produce these different behavioral types. Okay, I have to ask you, does this effect that you're seeing, is it likely to be a more universal trait? Is there any evidence in humans? Yeah, this is actually a really hot topic in the medical literature. And um, there are parallels across most vertebrate species where these kinds of effects have been uh, looked at, including humans. And so in humans, of course, um, a lot of the data is from um, sort of longitudinal data, epidemiological data, uh, rather than you know experiments like we can do in animals. But what they find is that um, there are some data sets, like from the Dutch hunger winter, for example, um, this uh, really tragic time during World War II, where people were not getting the right amount of nutrients because of a, a blockade during the war. And the interesting thing about that data set is they actually have detailed data from moms that were pregnant during that severe famine. And they even know the trimester in which the 
famine occurred. Yeah, in which the, the her child overlapped in utero with what part of the famine. Through that data set, they've actually traced different effects on offspring. So offspring that were basically developing in their mother during that time period, they essentially later in life had a higher risk of diabetes, heart disease, um, and depending in some of them, depending on when that stressful period occurred, kidney disease. And in some studies, they even showed a higher propensity to various psychological disorders. Well, this is very exciting. The idea that what you're doing with uh, birds is going to give us such insights across nature, including uh, into human uh, development and behavior, is really fascinating. Thanks very much, Renee. Thanks for having me. We've been talking with Renee Duckworth about how organisms adapt to changes in their environment, including stressful environments. You can hear this in all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.